Good morning, folks. How are you doing today? So as I just shared in part A, I believe the eviction moratoriums that are currently set to expire 1231, basically known as the CDC order, uh, is going to be extended. Uh, I believe it will be extended until the end of April, call it May 1st. So the next reasonable question is, okay, Michael, given that you think it will be extended all the way out till May 1st, 2021, what are you doing in your business? Fair question. So I really break our business into kind of three different parts. We will talk about each one. First and foremost, I have a portfolio of hundreds of units uh, that are tenant occupied today. It is, in fact, what the book One Rental at a Time is based on, how we built that. And, you know, we need to manage that portfolio. Uh, so as I've shared a couple of different times, we have a couple of tenants that have taken the, I don't know, the words that uh, rent is free and they are playing the game. Uh, we have one tenant that is now down eight months and they're still employed. Uh, their plan clearly is to, at this point, probably get a year and a half of free rent, at which point uh, when I finally can get them to evictions, they will go up to the final day and the sheriff lockout uh, and they will ghost me. I believe that one tenant, that one house, uh, by the time this is all done, I will be down 25 to $28,000. What will happen in that case is I will get a claim, right? A judgment. Uh, that will be on the tenant's credit for 10 years, as I understand. And I suspect I will get none of that money. Um, that is my suspicion. Uh, what will happen is I will probably sell that debt to a debt collector for 10 cents on the dollar. Uh, I believe a huge business opportunity next year is to become a debt collector. Uh, we are going to create a level of consumer debt uh, that we have never seen before because, again, this is not rent forgiveness. It is rent delay. Uh, so that is what is um, going to happen, in my opinion. So I have a couple of those. I think by the end of this, we will be down oh, so probably down six figures, right? This is going to go on more than a year, in my opinion, 14 months, 15 months, and that hurts. That's, that's a lot. That, that hurts. Uh, but in the end, um, you know, we are still moving forward, 90-some-odd percent rent collection. I think that stays. But we, we, need, we need to realize that, that that is going to hurt. I don't expect I will see any of that money unless I sell it to a debt collector on 10 cents on the dollar. I think that's the great fallacy. I think many, many landlords are going to lose properties. Uh, and But I think more, as I shared in the first video, I think more tenants, more landlords will sell their properties. It, it's it's, it's going to hurt tenants long term, both for the credit, credit hit, but less inventory going forward. So that's the first thing. 
The second thing is in my current existing portfolio, uh, I think one of the reasons we are seeing such high collections is we will run a very tight process to validate tenants. Um, there's been no time like the presence to see if we do good tenant selection. And I'm very thankful to say, knock on wood, as of into October, we have good tenant selection, meaning most are paying. Uh, but as I get units vacant, I am going to not have any exceptions. In 2018, 2019, it was not uncommon for an applicant to, you know, fit the box of tenant selection, but maybe have one variable. Uh, if you are in Fresno, California, my property manager I'm being asked to give a shout out to is Regency Properties. Uh, they're on Shaw Avenue. I don't remember the address, but it's on Shaw. Uh, great team. Uh, Brad Hardy and team do a wonderful job out there. Shout out to my specific property manager contact, Amanda Santana. Uh, she is an amazing individual, and I'm lucky to have her managing my units. But again, it's going to be about tenant selection. One of the reasons we have a good collection rate is our tenant selection was real. It was rigid. We said we say no to more people than we say yes to. That was always true. In 2020, dude, I would rather you leave a unit vacant than take somebody with an exception. Not going to happen. Nope. We are going to be uber strict. We're not necessarily tightening the criteria but in the past, you could get by with one exception. Not today. No chance. No freaking way. And then the other thing that is impacting my business is I'm trying to add more units. What I'm doing in my real estate portfolio is I am not buying anything that is tenant occupied. I should take that back. I am not buying anything that is tenant occupied if they're not paying. I have a couple of deals that have come across my plate that are tenant occupied, but they are not paying. They're squatters or former or tenants that are just decided not to pay. There are already frustrated landlords that are trying to dump properties that are occupied, and I want to have no part of picking up their problems. If I am buying a unit that is tenant occupied, well, first off, I won't, but I will tell the seller. I'll buy it at this price, vacant. Just, just, there's no upside for me to pick up an, a, a unit that I may have to manage basically for free and do capital improvements and repairs for maybe another year, maybe eight months, probably eight months. I'm not doing that. I don't want that headache. Um, I'm looking at a deal from a wholesaler today that I could probably pick up for 140 in a 250 market. But they have a tenant in there. That tenant is invited their buddies in. And now, as far as I'm concerned, they're squatting. But given what's going on, uh, I can't get rid of them. And I don't want to pick up that headache. So the only way I pick up that property is, again, vacant. So this is impacting... My business, I think it will impact landlords. There will be some landlords that end up losing their property to foreclosure because their tenants refuse to pay and there's no buyers. 
most of the investors like me who are still looking to grow aren't going to buy tenant occupied units that are non-paying. It's just not going to happen. There's, there's no upside. It's all downside. So uh, I think that's had some pretty drastic changes in my business. I'm, I'm only going to buy vacant properties. Um, if I had a seller come to me that wanted to sell me their entire portfolio and it was performing, I'd probably do that deal. But I'd have to validate that it's performing. But um, yeah, it's, it's a tough time. So yeah, I'm getting ready for 2021. I think 2021 is going to offer some opportunity. It's going to offer subject to, it's going to offer owner financing. I think 2021 is going to be a great year. I think it starts summer, um, but we shall see. So that's what's going on. So again, I get asked all the time, do I think the eviction moratorium is going to extend? Yep, May 1st. Next, I get asked, what are you doing? So I'm doing some what I consider drastic things. These are things I wasn't doing in January. So that's what I'm doing. Have fun, everybody. Have a wonderful day. And as always, if you have questions, you want a hot take on something, leave a comment below. And of course, we're trying to get to 10,000 subs. If you like this, please hit subscribe and we'll talk to you later.